0: Hey babes, welcome to another episode of Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak. Hosted by yours truly, Alexander Eva May. On this show, we get real about healing after heartbreak and thriving on the other side. My people, you are back for another episode. I love you all. I really appreciate everyone being here. And if you like the show, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure that you share the show with your friends. If you got a girlfriend over there that is crying in her bed over her ex-boyfriend or you got yourself a girlfriend who is crying in her bed over her ex-husband, you know, ex, exes or exes, right? If you know someone that is struggling through heartbreak, please share this show. There's going to be lots of advice about healing, uh, different things. There is going to be amazing guests that are coming on the show. I've got a few lined up. I cannot wait. They're going to be incredible. They're going to be sharing their stories, their tips for healing, for thriving. Some of them have just the most incredible journey. So I am just so excited. So please 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 share the show with anybody that you think might benefit from listening. Are you healing after heartbreak and looking for something to guide you through it all? Don't worry, girl. I got your back. I just released my debut book. It is called Her Awakening, and it is all about my healing journey after divorce. In the book, it is a firsthand account of how I navigated through everything, through the grief, through the loss, through living life on my own for the first time. And it is very much not only about navigating it, but coming home to myself. It is all the soul work I did and all the lessons I learned, and it is filled with strategies to help you heal during this really challenging time. You can pick it up today on Amazon. The link is in the show notes. And just so you know, it's a bestseller. The theme of this episode is all about dealing with holiday depression. And so before I get into it, I want to say loud and proud, tis the fucking season. Merry Christmas to all of you beautiful people that celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All of the holidays. I don't even know, I I don't, I was raised Catholic And we celebrated Christmas. So that is kind of the holiday I know about. I love learning about other cultures and other holidays. But I don't know much about Hanukkah. I don't know much about Kwanzaa. I don't know much about any of the other holiday seasons. And if you don't celebrate any of them, cheers to just December. Happy December for you, atheists out there. Happy December. It's a magical time, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, because of the beautiful lights and the decorations. And even if it holds no significance for you, it's just a beautiful month of Beauty in front of you. So, cheers. At the same time, the holidays can be horrible for some people. Holidays can be arguably some of the worst times for mental health. And if you are going through a split right now, your mental health could be awful and you could be just dreading the holidays. You could also be like I was and you could be suffering some serious holiday depression. And so, that's what I'm going to talk about today. But before I get into it, I want to play you a little bit of a clip from a YouTube video. I don't own these rights or anything, but they're on, it's on YouTube. So I figure it's free and I'm going to, I'm going to name the show. I'm going to give full credit. So if you want to watch, you can. This show, it's not on YouTube anymore. It's, it was produced through Buzzfeed. I used to watch it years ago. I would watch it with my sister and we would laugh and laugh and laugh. And it it was one of my favorite things on YouTube. I don't know why they stopped making it, but it was so funny. So I'm going to play, this is within the theme of the show. So the show on, or the series on YouTube was called Wine About It Wednesdays with, I believe his name was Matt Bellasai. And he would get on every Wednesday and he would drink. And some videos he drank like a full bottle of wine, two bottles of wine. He would get drunk and he would whine about things. And obviously he had a talent for. Um, comedy. And it would would get pretty funny during the video. And it was greatly produced by BuzzFeed. Anyways, he did a video. It's called The Worst Things About Christmas as an Adult. So I'm going to play just a little clip for you to kick off the show. And the clip you're going to hear might make you want to have a glass of wine while you're listening to this episode. So I'm going to give you time right now. Go pour your glass of wine. I just poured mine. I'm ready to go for the show. Let's listen to the clip and then we're going to get into it. My name is Matt Bellassai, and this is Wine About It, a weekly video series where I get drunk at my desk and complain about stuff. And on this week's episode, the worst things about Christmas as an adult. Because Christmas used to be a magical time when elves made all your presents and reindeer delivered them on your roof and shit. And now it's just one more day that I'm drunk and alone and confused. So let's drink. (laughs) Okay, okay. And he is totally right, totally right, <laughs> totally right. Christmas gets way more complicated as a adult. If you want to watch more of those videos, head to YouTube, type in Wine About It Wednesday. You will find a variety, and I'm sure I will reference this show, his show again on this podcast because it still makes me laugh. I don't think they've done a video in six years, but it's still funny to me. So like Matt said, The holiday season used to be such a magical time as a kid. It was you know, there's all the lights, there was gifts, you were excited for Santa, the reindeer on the roof, all of the things. And it still can be very magical as an adult, but it can also be very complicated as an adult. And if you are going through heartbreak, if you are going through a split, a divorce, it can be a horrible time, especially if it is your first Christmas after your split. There are so many people that are have broken hearts right now that are just dreading the holidays season. And I know this because I was there. I remember my first Christmas after my split, which was Uh, five years ago i think at this point six years ago that first christmas was about five months after we split and i felt so low i was dreading the holidays like all of november i was i was dreading it i didn't know how i was gonna manage once december hit it was like go time on depression like it was just so dark i was i didn't know how to cope with it all I think a big reason was because I had spent so many years with my ex together and we had spent so many holidays together and developed traditions together and you know, I would spend time with his family. We had all sorts of things we did and then all of a sudden that is just ripped away. It's not just like he is gone, but all of the traditions that we had around Christmas is gone. And also I have to look at Christmas alone. I have to spend it alone. So it was such a dark time. And I'm gonna share an experience uh, specifically that caused me so much anxiety and a lot of kind of dark thoughts and sadness that it might be an experience that you actually face this holiday season that you don't know what to do about. So, that first Christmas, I had plans to attend a Christmas party that one of my best friends was hosting. And she hosts this Christmas party every year. And I had every intention of going because it's, you know, it was a best friend and we had been best friends for years and years. I had RSV PDS, yes, I'd picked out the nice outfit that I was going to wear. I had bought the bottle of wine to give to her as the host gift and I was in full Christmas party mode and I was fully ready and I thought hey I'm ready to do this I'm ready to go on my own even though I feel horrible I'm gonna do it but even with my plans and even though I had fully committed to going starting about two weeks before knowing that the event was coming I was growing more and more anxious and surprisingly incredibly sad you see the last time I attended one of her Christmas parties. I was with my ex and he had come with me. We had gone together and we had an amazing time. And that was a time in our lives that we were still best friends and we were still in love and everything was going great. And that was just before everything happened and before everything fell apart. I remember sitting in my car and I was ready to drive to the party and all of a sudden I just froze and I I couldn't move. I couldn't put my foot on the pedal. The memories just started to creep into my mind, not just creep, like attack my mind. And it wasn't just of the party of last year or the parties we had been to before in the holiday season. It was all of our holiday memories. And honestly, it was all of our memories together. It just kind of like washed over me and hit me all of these memories that we had of our many years together, of everything we shared. And I spent the next 30 minutes crying in my car on my driveway, just crying. And honestly, these were tears of mourning, not just for losing Christmas or losing the holiday traditions we shared, but just for the loss of everything that we had that we shared together. And I think there were also tears of anxiety about how am I going to do this on my own? How am I going to live life by myself? How am I gonna go to holiday parties alone? God, I feel like I'm choking up right now. Think you're reflecting back. (laughs) And if you are choking up right now, take another sip of wine or (laughs) grab some tissues, that's okay. But it was it was for all the loss, but of the holiday stuff, but just all the loss of everything in this. Yeah, this anxiety about how am I even going to do this? I don't even know how to exist. And more about my context, I haven't talked about it on the show, but I'm one of those women that went from, say, her father's home to her husband's home, and we weren't married when we moved in together. But you know, there's that uh, phrase. When I moved out on my own, it was with my ex, and before him, I had a boyfriend. I had been a boyfriend girl for since I was. 17 years old. So I I just didn't know how to exist as a single person. And so I think I was also crying because I had these tears of anxiety. How am I even, how am I, what am I going to do? How am I going to face this party? And more than that, how am I just going to face life on my own? I just didn't know. And I think it all just washed over me in that moment. And that's the thing, if you're grieving this holiday season, you're probably not just grieving for the holidays and the traditions. You might be grieving everything that you've lost, and you might be grieving the life you had together beyond the holidays, and you might also be mourning the fact that you are no longer in a couple. And even if your marriage or your relationship was really unhealthy, there's still a lot of pockets of good probably in your relationship or your marriage that was really beautiful for you, even in situations of abuse. So, I talked about abuse last episode about verbal abuse, and even though there were episodes of verbal abuse in my marriage, there was also really beautiful moments. And before the marriage, there was no verbal abuse towards me, and we had a lot of beautiful moments that we shared. And so even if your relationship or your marriage got to a toxic place, there was all these beautiful moments. And so when the holidays hit, it it can make you extra nostalgic and it can really hit hard that you have to let go of all that and you have to kind of carve your path on your own. And going to a holiday party can bring about all this anxiety. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment that I wish that my life could be like the movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. At the time, there were so many days that I just wished I could forget all of those happy memories I was talking about. I wanted to be able to forget the holiday parties. I wanted to forget that we were in love. At You know, I wanted to forget just everything. I just wanted to forget him. I remember feeling that way. Like, I wish this movie was real life because it would have made the pain and the grief so much easier. Our memories... Can just destroy our healing journey. They creep up and they live in the shadows and they pop out and they're like, "Hey, don't forget about me. I'm still here." And so, what I've been referencing a lot on this episode is that the holidays can be particularly hard during this time of light and celebration and family, peace, joy, and hope. You can easily be reminded that you have lost so much and that you were on your own and. Maybe you chose this path of being on your own. Maybe you didn't. It actually doesn't really matter. If you didn't choose this path on your own, that can be even harder to swallow because there's the, there might be feelings of abandonment, feelings of anger that it ended. But even if you picked this path, you could have feelings of regret. You could have feelings of guilt and you could have feelings of just, I can't believe what I've done and how do I even manage this? Are you heartbroken and sick of it? Have you tried all the things and all the strategies and you're still not healing? Did you just go through a massive split or divorce and you just want to get to the other side? Don't worry, I got your back. Head to my Instagram at may to find out about current courses and coaching where I hold your hand through this whole thing, give you actionable strategies so you can get to the side of healing and you can thrive as the incredible woman that you are. And for me, sitting on that driveway, I I was reminded that I had lost a husband, I had lost a marriage, family, friends, our home, and uh, this massive chapter in my life. And I was reminded that I had to start over. For me, my split was a death because I lost so much of my life. It was a death of a marriage, but it was a death of so many things. And for a lot of people listening Your split could feel like a death as well, and that's why it's so hard. And the grieving process for me was incredibly hard, and it could be for you, and especially during this time of the holidays when you're supposed to be merry and jolly, and all you want to do is curl up under your covers and hide away. There is a reason that Joni Mitchell wrote the song, The River. Christmas, it is my favorite holiday, and it's an unbelievably magical time But for us who have experienced heartbreak, who have experienced loss, Christmas isn't necessarily merry. It's a holiday that can remind us of all that we have lost. And it can be really complicated because you want so bad to be merry and you want so bad to go to that party and feel happy. You want to be moved on, but maybe you aren't and maybe the grief is hitting and that is totally okay. So during this holiday season, be kind to yourself. And even though you feel alone, I promise you, you aren't. You are here with me on this podcast with my beautiful people. There are people that are listening that are in your community. You are not alone. And I just want you to know that you've got me, you've got the people, other souls out here that are struggling with or have struggled or that are struggling with grief And you're not alone. You might be wondering at this point, okay, so how do I heal? What do I do? How do I deal with feeling like I want to just live in my bed with the covers over my head? How do I deal with holiday season? How do I deal with depression that I'm feeling right now? How do I just cope with it all? One of the best things that you can do right now to help yourself heal and cope with the holidays is to begin a new tradition. You likely have a lot of traditions that you built with your ex that you maybe miss, um, that you have this kind of hole now like in your calendar. We we used to do this. Now what am I going to do with my time? So start your own tradition. You could plan an outing with your family or friends. You could plan a girl's weekend. You could plan maybe on the 15th of December, every year you do this big spa day for yourself. You could plan on say the 24th or 25th. Maybe you had these really amazing traditions that you did with your ex on the 24th and 25th that now you don't have because- your ex isn't there so you've got to create your own you've got to create your new traditions there's a lot of people that do something like friendsgiving for thanksgiving maybe you're going to do friend christmas during my time after my split when i was got to the point of healing and i was dating i actually dated a guy and he did a boxing day party every year at his house and all of his friends came over and it was it was lit it was (laughs) quiet quite the party and that was just part of his holiday tradition, part of his the holiday season. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe you plan the Boxing Day party or maybe you have a new tradition of planning a brunch on Christmas, of planning something for Christmas Eve. So create new traditions and start thinking about it right now. Make a list of what you can do on your own to create these new traditions. And if you have children, you know, this is perfect to create new traditions with them. That's just you and them, whatever that might be. There might be new things going on in your city. There Maybe there's this Christmas special you used to watch as a kid that you haven't watched in years, and that's becomes part of your tradition with your kids. Maybe there's a special street in your city. In my city, there's something called Candy Cane Lane, and it's got amazing lights, and I go every year. And maybe you didn't do that with your ex, so you decide, I'm going to do this on my own or do this with my kids or friends. Or maybe you did do it with your ex, but you're going to take that tradition back and you're going to make that your tradition now on your own and with whoever is in your life that you love. There's something I'm going to talk about later on the podcast in a different episode all about taking music back, and this is taking traditions back. So maybe you take one of those traditions that you used to do with your ex and it becomes your own. Another thing I'm going to suggest is to not give in to holiday pressures. So what I mean by that is feel free to leave an event if you aren't comfortable. Be willing to tell others that I'm just not up for this right now. Be willing to say no that holiday party that I talked about earlier in this episode, I probably should have just said no from the start. My friend would have, like, she's beautiful. She's lovely. She's an amazing person. She would have completely understood. She would have, like, there would have been no, well, why aren't you coming? No, she's be, she's lovely. She would have understood. I should have just said no from the start. I can't handle this, especially since I was feeling anxiety about it leading up to the event. So feel free to say no. It's like that scene in Sex in the City. She's broken up with Big and there's all sorts of holiday party invitations that she's getting and she tells her assistant, no, you need to set boundaries right now. Feel free to say no. You do not need to do anything you don't want to do. If an event is coming up that you know is going to make you feel awful, that's going to bring about anxiety, that's going to make you feel more depressed, just say no. It's okay. You don't have to do things that you don't want to do. And honestly, you shouldn't do anything you don't want to do. Another thing that might be super beneficial for your healing right now is volunteering. I think I've written about this before on an Instagram post or something, but to give is to live. Giving is living. When you start creating opportunities in your life to be in service of others, and a big way to do that is volunteering, it not only fills other people up, but it fills you up. So during this holiday season, if you're feeling so low and so dark. And like I said, you just want to hide under the covers. I think a great strategy might be looking into how can I volunteer this holiday season, whether it's at, say, a homeless shelter, whether it's with children, whether it's with seniors at a senior facility, whatever it might be, that opportunity to volunteer once a week might be Or twice a week or whatever might be the thing that just makes your holiday season actually magical. I write about it in my book. And if you haven't gotten my book yet, it's called Her Awakening. It's on Amazon. It's a bestseller. You should go get it. It's great. Go get it right now. (laughs) I think the link is in the show notes, possibly. It's on my Instagram for sure. Find me at the Alexander Eva May. Anyways, I write about how healing volunteering is. And I think this is such a perfect time because those people that you're volunteering with might be going through their own grief as well and might be needing that, that um, pickup, might be needing that joy in their lives. And if you're feeling in a place where you don't have joy coming organically, it is incredible the amount of joy that can be created in your life by helping others, so look into volunteering opportunities in your city. Uh, like I said, maybe it's a homeless shelter. Maybe you organize some sort of gift drive. My sister is amazing and she didn't do this because she was grieving. She's just an amazing person, but she she did a clothing drive for I think five years and she would literally, she advertised on her Facebook and her social media people in her life would say, hey, I've got things to give. She would drive around to their houses and pick up their things. And I remember she stored it in my parents' basement and the basement was filled with donations. And then on, I believe it was the 23rd or 24th, she had a truck rented from U-Haul or something. She filled the truck with a few of us, like I would help or her friends would help. We'd take all the bags from the basement, put it in the truck, and we would drive down to the Homeless, one of the homeless shelters in my city, and we would give this massive um, delivery of clothing. Like, of I live in a very cold city during the winter; it gets very cold here, so it's lots of winter clothes. And they were just always so thankful. Of course, she set up ahead of time; like she contacted them, saying, "I've got this this drive I'm doing." But it was amazing. She felt amazing doing it. Um, during the whole month. And then the event was amazing, that moment of giving. And so this might be something you want to start and spearhead. Not only is this giving, hopefully it will make you feel filled up, but it also gives you something else to focus on besides sleeping in your bed and covering yourself with covers. It will give you a project to focus on that will take your mind off all of the grief. So please feel free to copy my sister's idea. Do it in your own city. Come up with a <laughs> some sort of catchy name, and maybe this will become also one of your new traditions that you do every year, the, your clothing drive or your toy drive or whatever it might be. And volunteering doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be as simple as going to your next door neighbor who might be a senior citizen and saying, hey, can I shovel your driveway when it snows Something as simple as that, and that is helping that person with their life, helping them feel better, helping you feel better. And again, it gives you something to think about, oh, it's snowing, I need to do this today, an activity, you're getting outside, you're being active. So it's something as simple as that you could do. Another really important thing to do during this time when you're feeling really low, when you're feeling possibly depression, is to get back to nature I'm going to talk about nature a lot on this podcast because nature is incredibly healing. It is talked about sometimes through the news or through social media, depending on the accounts you follow. It is talked about, but it is not given the attention it deserves. It is so healing. And there's actually been studies done on, and it's kids, I'm sure there's been studies done on adults. I read about this in the book, but there's been studies done on kids where kids that spend 30 minutes a day outside show reduced levels of both ADHD and anxiety, significant reduction. Nature is so healing. I know this not just from these studies, but also from my personal experience. When I was in a low place in my split, I wanted to get active and I didn't have money for a membership at a gym. So I decided to go and runs outside and it was insane the amount of healing that happened outside on these runs. Again, is in my book and write about it. It was crazy how much healing happened. And I tapped into something that I know our ancestors are potentially aware of. Nature is just so healing. So right now during the season, I think it's so important to get outside. Even if you live in a very cold climate and I want to talk, my city... Is it can get extremely cold. And I'm talking something like sometimes during winter, it can get down to minus 30 degrees Celsius. I don't even know what that is in Fahrenheit, but you can go and convert it right now. It gets yeah, cold around here. It can also be warm, but it can get really cold. And even in those cold cold uh, temperatures, I will get outside. I'll go for a walk. I love going skiing. Uh, my best friend started getting into cross-country skiing last year. She loves that. I have another friend that cross-country skis. You could even go hiking if you have the right shoes in the winter. Just even, Yeah, just even going for a walk outside. If you're going shopping instead of maybe the mall, maybe you hit up a uh, shopping complex where you have to go outside to get into the stores something like that, something as simple as that. Head outside, and if you're in a warmer place, it's easier, it's not as cold, get outside. If you are struggling, get outside every single day, go outside by yourself, go for a walk around your neighborhood. I promise there is so much healing in nature and it can really help right now when you're feeling so low. And my final tip right now if you're really struggling is to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that you love, that love you, make sure that you're making the effort to see family and friends. And this party I was talking about earlier in the episode, yes, I was with my friends, but it was in that party atmosphere. And if you're an introvert, I'm an introvert, even though I am quite outgoing, I'm quite introverted. That party atmosphere can take a lot of energy out of me and maybe you're the same. So you don't need to go to a party with your friends, but make the effort to have, say, coffee with your best friend or even just invite them over. If they are your best friend, they will come over. Whether you have no makeup on, you look like shit, you're lying in your bed, you're crying your tears out, you have no bra they do not care. They love you, they will come over. So just fucking send them that text. Be like, hey, I need you here right now. I need to watch a funny movie or just I need to hang out. I need to cry, I need someone here to hug me. One of my best friends, me and I love cuddling, maybe just be like, I need you to come cuddle me right now, spoon me a little bit, (laughs) whatever it might be. Surround yourself with your best friends. surround yourself with your family, make that effort to go see your family if that's a healthy place for you. If your family's healthy, go see them. Um, Make that effort to text or call someone every single day. I think that that's important all times of the year and that can be very important right now. Thanks for listening to the episode. I love connecting with listeners, please, 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 please feel free to slide into my DMs. Connect with me. Say hi. Send me an email. All the things. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Alexandra Eva May. You can find me on Pinterest at the Alexandra Eva May or on Twitter at Alexandra Eva May. And while you're at it, make sure to pick up my new book, Her Awakening, One Woman's Journey to Healing After Divorce. It is a bestseller. It's all about my journey to heal after divorce and how I healed and arrived. You can grab it on Amazon or you can pick it up on my Instagram. The link is right there.